0: Eliminati, devil worship, but it had to have been the eggs. Nothing happens by accident. Nothing is as it seems, and everything is connected. I call it the paranoid style. I'm a regular person, normal yeah. American
1: nut job. Hey
0: sister, hey sister.
1: I love a conspiracy theory. Tell me what you know about Bohemian Grove. Tell me what you know about MK Ultra. Tell me what you know about the paranoid style. Listening to this, you're the NSA. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. And hey, listener. Welcome to the Paranoid Style Podcast. We're two sisters who delight in exploring weird conspiracy theories, bizarre mysteries, and high strangeness, and bringing you along with us.
0: I'm Christine, and I have a problem with procrastination. It's like serious, but more on that later. Which is the ultimate procrastination. (laughs) I'll get to that later. (laughs) let's change the subject. <laughs> How about you, sister? What are you all about?
1: Well, I'm Amanda. And I like doing what I like doing and I hate doing what I don't like doing. I see what you're which saying. Which causes problems for me because there's all these things that I'm like, this should be a higher priority on my list, yeah. but I don't wanna because it, it doesn't it doesn't spark joy.
0: <laughs> so are you a situational procrastinator or would you say you're not a procrastinator? I am a procrastinator. Well, I guess I'm a situational procrastinator. Yeah. So things you wanna do you get done and Yeah. Yeah, see I can't get anything. <laughs> But more on that later.
1: (laughs) Speaking of things getting done, if you listen to episode 31 of the Paranoid Style podcast, you might remember us talking about the Fresno Nightcrawler. I remember. (laughs) Thank God. If you didn't remember, I would be very concerned. (laughs) But if you would like to win a crocheted nightcrawler and a mini nightcrawler. contest. Go to our Instagram at the paranoid style pod and we are having a giveaway. So when you go to our Instagram at the paranoid style pod, our most recent post has a short little movie
0: featuring the crocheted night crawlers. And they are so freaking adorable. I've seen them in person. Amanda is a crocheter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're we're giving them away so if you're interested in owning a pair
1: of totally unique one of a kind crocheted night crawlers enter the contest the rules are super duper simple Rule number one, you have to be following us on Instagram at the Paranoid Style Pod.
0: You're already on Instagram. Just go ahead and follow us. We
1: we don't we don't post that much, quite <laughs> frankly. So we're not gonna be bombarding you with anything. Rule number two, just like the post about the Fresno Nightcrawlers. And just why wouldn't you? Click that little heart button. They're adorable. And there's a couple of bonus. Rules. Ah. If you would like to increase your chances of winning said night crawlers. So, the way you can increase your chances is on that same post, leave a comment. If you leave a comment letting us know your favorite cryptid, your favorite cryptid story, if you've ever had a encounter with a cryptid, um, actually really leave us a comment, anything you'd like. That's going to get you an additional entry into this contest. Ooh. And if you want yet one more shot at winning those Fresno Nightcrawlers, share the post with a friend or family member who you think might enjoy it. Or want to enter. Or would want to enter themselves. Yeah if you share that post, you're going to get yet another chance to win that Fresno Nightcrawler set.
0: And at the end of the week, we're just going to tally up all those totals and use a random number generator. Not a quantum random number generator,
1: unfortunately, (laughs) just a regular old random number generator.
0: (laughs) And we're going to pick a winner, which we'll announce next week. Yeah. And then at that point, point we'll, we'll, reach, out you, we'll so reach out to
1: you. We'll reach out to you. get your information.
0: Yeah. I'll also put this on Twitter at style underscore paranoid and link to the Instagram post so that we can encompass everyone who might want these night crawlers. And let me tell you, they're very, very cute. <laughs> these they're, they're creepy, but cute. <laughs> they're more cute than creepy. Uh, yes. <clears throat> so, um... Sister, do you remember earlier in the podcast... Yeah, you mean like three minutes ago? Exactly. When I was talking about having a problem with procrastination.
1: Yes, because that was like three minutes ago. And also, having known you for a while, I am fully aware that you would be the spokesperson for procrastination if you weren't running 15 (laughs) minutes late for the press conference.
0: I blame phantom time for that. (laughs) You know the topic I was going to research extensively and have completed on time for once this week? Uh Uh-huh. I didn't finish it. I wanted to for you, for our dear listeners, but after spending several hours preparing healthy snacks, delicious, and taking a little walk to clear my mind, (whistles) cleaning my office area. Optimizing my screen resolution for the Alliance, getting the ambient temperature of the house to the right levels, (laughs) and crafting the perfect writing playlist. I didn't actually get around to finish my epic deep dive into the thing I had been researching. Okay, so we're just going to cue up the outro music and call it a day? No, because I was able to, thanks to copious amounts of coffee and the fear of being disowned, throw together the first Paranoid Style Podcast mini episode. (laughs) It's short on research, sweet like you, and short like me. You said short twice. Did I mention it doesn't last (laughs) very long? Half as long, twice as dumb. Sister, Tell me what you know about the Hoya Bachu Forest. The Hoya Bachu Forest, also
1: called the Hoya Forest, is located in the Cluj County of Transylvania. It's a 30-minute drive from the city of Cluj-Napoca and covers an area of three square kilometers, or about one square mile. The forest has a biking path and is used for other recreational activities, such as archery, by the inhabitants of Cluj-Nopaca, who number around 340,000, making it Romania's second most populous city after Bucharest. Also, the forest is sometimes called Romania's Bermuda Triangle and the world's most haunted forest. That's a bingo! You just say bingo. Bingo! How fun! For such a tiny forest, it is known for a huge number of mysterious occurrences, UFO sightings, creatures, and figures that appear only in photographs and not to the naked eye, strange shadow people, chilling sounds and voices, which come from no discernible source. And the forest is allegedly named after a shepherd who disappeared in the area along with his flock
0: of 200 sheep. (laughs) As far as the forest itself goes, the trees are primarily beech, hornbeam, ash, and elm, which are common for the area. But in pictures of the forest, you will see that some of the trees are curved fairly dramatically at the base of the tree, so the trunks of the trees look like S's.
1: Disconcerting, but not exclusive to Hoya Bachu, and in fact, many pictures I found online that were labeled as Hoya, seem to be of the crooked forest in Poland instead, which has some of the most dramatic examples of bent
0: and curved tree trunks. The explanation for these intense curves vary from downslope soil creep, intermittent pressure from snow and ice, and possible human intervention to create curved timbers for furniture or ship building. In the crooked forest in Poland, it is not known what caused the extreme 90-degree bends at the base of 400 pine trees, only that it occurred in 1930 when they were around 7 to 10 years old. It can't be easy to bend a 7 to 10-year-old tree. No. Well, I mean, I guess you have to put like a log or something on it it's like, gonna like bend it but not break it so that it grows around. Because I've seen trees growing around other trees. Yeah. And it kind of looks like it grew around something, but there's nothing there. Yeah. The forest is very dense, but they're not spaced that close together. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Heading back to Hoya Forest, it is
1: located at the north of Valalunga, the Long Valley, near a location called the Gura Bachuli, the Shepherd's Mouth. <sighs> The Gura Baculi is the oldest Neolithic site in Romania, dating back to 6500 BC, and was home to some of the earliest known farmers in Europe. Imagine trying to keep giant cave gophers away from your tomatoes. The close proximity to this Neolithic site may be in part what lends the forest an air of mystery and rumors of hauntedness, and it is only about a four-hour drive from one of Transylvania's most spoopy sites. Brand Castle, the location that inspired Bram Stoker's fictional castle in his novel Dracula.
0: The very mention of the name brings to mind things so evil, so fantastic, so degrading. You wonder if it isn't all a dream, a nightmare.
1: The real Bran Castle was not the home of Vlad Dracul, a.k.a. Vlad the Impaler, a.k.a. Bad Vlad. It was possibly used as a prison for him when he was captured by the Hungarians in 1462. But most likely, he was imprisoned
0: at the Buda Castle Labyrinth in Budapest, Hungary. Whether because of some natural or unnatural phenomenon, or possibly the copious online accounts describing similar experiences, people who have visited the forest report a sense of being watched, extreme migraines, dizziness, nausea, could be too many cabbage rolls, Delicious. burns, scratches, anxiety, fatigue, and strange rashes. Also, malfunctions of electronic equipment are frequently described, though not getting a GPS signal inside a dense forest isn't exactly that mysterious. The forest has a large, clear, roundish area called the Poyana
1: Rotunda, which has been described as a perfect circle with no vegetation. However, seen from above, it's not quite as perfectly circular as described, and it does have grass and wildflowers at some times of year, So in scientific terms, it's basically a meadow.
0: An evil meadow?
1: Well, if you have a chance to look at the satellite view of the forest on Google Maps, it does look pretty evil from above. And the Poyana Rotunda is a distinct area of no trees in an otherwise extremely dense looking landscape.
0: Forest alopecia. I
1: mean, you did say this was going to be twice as dumb. So I guess (laughs) I have to give you truth in advertising. Thank you. International notoriety for the Hoya Bachu began in the late 1960s when a biologist named Alexandru Sift captured several photos of an unidentified aerial phenomenon over the forest. Sift was interested in the forest because of tales of strange lights and noises at night, as well as unexplained scorch marks on trees in Hoya. His photos were unfortunately lost after his death in 1993. But on August 18, 1968, a 45-year-old former army officer named Emil Barnia captured four photographs of a distinctly disc-shaped object above the forest, described in a casebook by
0: ufology.patrickgross.org as follows. The weather was splendid, 36 degrees Celsius without any wind, while Emil Barnea, and his girlfriend, Miss Matea, walked in the forest with a couple of friends. His friends shouted that she sees something And when he joined her, he also saw a large round object of metallic appearance above the top of the trees. Amazed, Barnea remembered that he had his camera. And while the UFO advanced, slowly changing direction and increasing its luminosity, then suddenly accelerating until it disappeared at the horizon, he had time to shoot four photographs. Those photographs are available online. They look like the... The pointy part of a snap, like, like on clothes. Yes. Okay. Like they look like, like just like a little round circle with another little round. A nipple. An yes. areola with a nipple. It's Is like it- a silver <laughs> areola and nipple. You're right. Yes. Go look at the photographs. But NSFW.
1: <laughs> Commonly described UFO related phenomenon definitely jibes with many of the strange stories from Hoya. Red, orange and green lights among the trees the cleared area of the Poyana Rotunda, and the idea of lost time. One of the most famous tales from the Hoya Forest is about the disappearance of a five-year-old girl who, according to legend, emerged from the forest five years later in the same clothes she had disappeared in, not a day older, and with
0: no memory of what had occurred in the time she was missing. In spite of the multiple claims of disappearances, including that of our five-year-old friend, no information about her after her reappearance is available. And Skeptoid.com states that a a thorough search of Romanian newspapers does not reveal stories about hundreds of disappearances, as is claimed. Well, if you prefer multidimensional theories.
1: I don't. Adrian Patrout, a professor of chemistry who is also an officer at the Romanian Society of Parapsychology, wrote a book about his theory that the forest is a portal to another dimension and is filled with something called bioplasma. Splish! The following is a very rough Google translation of an experience Patrout described as having had in the
0: forest. Something very special happened to me in 2000 around Easter. I had then gone to the forest with a researcher originally from Cluj who lives in Germany. Suddenly, I noticed that something was flowing from the tops of thousands and thousands of trees. It was a sap, a liquid. It was as if there there was a spring that flowed from the trees from 10, 15, 20 meters and gathered at the roots. The Hoya Bachu forest is known for its very, very dry vegetation, so it was unusual what we had seen there. The next day when we returned, there was no trace of that abundant sap flowing from the thousands of trees. The dry soil had absorbed it altogether. No comment.
1: Splish.
0: If you don't like UFOs or bioplasma. I very much do not like bioplasma. How about some ghostesses sitting on some postesses eating buttered toastesses? I mean, I am a fan of butter. Delicious.
1: Tell me more. Hoya Bachu is also referred to as the world's most haunted forest because of reports of strange dark shadows seen among the trees that disappear when you try to look at them directly. People have described being pushed or scratched by invisible beings and of hearing sudden sounds of laughter and giggling. <laughs> Destination Truth, a reality TV show described on IMDb as a globe trekking reality show that follows Josh Gates around the world as he explores different sites of supernatural import, visited Hoyabachu in 2009. One of the Destination Truth team is shown sitting in the Poyana Rotunda clearing and says he was hearing female voices around him in the trees.
0: Last year, Courtney and I got into the most epic fight because she fully copied my lights.
1: Suddenly, a green flash of light appears to hit him in the chest and send him flying. It is a bit difficult to tell what's going on. Since they were using night vision equipment, everything is bathed in greenish light. The rest of the team rush to his aid, and he appears to be okay except for some scratches on his arm beneath
0: his shirt sleeve, which is not ripped. One of the best ghost stories i found about the forest comes from a travel blogger named Stuart Summers, whose story is posted on thebeehive.com and is called Barely Surviving the Hoya Bachu Forest. The story is very funny and well-written. I encourage reading the whole thing if you are interested in the ookie spooky. The following is taken from when he gets into the forest. I had an overwhelming sense that I was being
1: watched. And then it happened. Shivers just went down my spine thinking back on that moment. About 25 feet in front of me, some movement in the trees caught my eye. My blood immediately ran cold and I froze with fear. And no, it wasn't a friendly little forest animal. I was not alone. I was definitely not alone. It was a ghost. I can only describe this ghostly presence as a glowing mist hovering a few inches off the ground. I quickly strained my eyes in the darkness to get a better look. The figure was about six feet tall and faceless, except for two brightly illuminated eyes, and the eyes were staring right at me. An overwhelming feeling of malice struck me when I locked eyes with the ghost. As long as I live, I will never forget the sight of this ghost levitating between the trees like a white bedsheet caught in the branches. Every hair on my body was standing straight up. A jolt of energy and fear surged through my body.
0: It did occur to me when I was reading this story that I wonder if part of the Hoya Bachu myths and legends are a result of Hearing stories and then experiencing scary things because you've heard the story. Like, do you think you're more predisposed to have a strange experience if you know that strange experiences occur in a location?
1: Yes, especially if you're the kind of person who tends to believe that that sort of thing is possible, which I am. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I was thinking it could partially be a result of just hearing stories and thinking you're going to experience something weird, and then experiencing something weird, that is at least partially the result of your own overactive imagination.
1: Or is there something in that forest
0: that causes people to get (gasps) sick? Like is some like mushroom spore? Yeah, that's actually interesting. I did read they've done analysis and there's no odd radiation in the area. There's also nothing weird about the gravitational force in the area. So they've done those kind of studies, but I didn't read anything about like weird plants or mushrooms or anything like that. Yeah, It also makes me wonder,
1: in other areas of the world where people report having, let's say, interdimensional experiences, do they ever talk about having these same kinds of physical symptoms afterwards? <sighs> More on that later. Well, we'll leave you to decide what darkness lies in the forest. But remember the Romanian proverb, even a thread of hair has its shadow. What does that mean? I suspect it means you didn't know how to end this.
0: Oh, yeah. You really get me, sister. Hey,
1: listener. Thank you for tuning in to the Paranoid Style podcast. And a special shout out to the NSA, our first and most loyal listener. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any topic suggestions for the show or any tales to share, please email us at theparanoidstylepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at theparanoidstylepod or on Twitter at style underscore paranoid. Opening theme music provided by Tony Molina. You can hear more of his music at tonymolina650.bandcamp.com.